Welcome to The Future Strategist with James Miller. Today I'm going to discuss the existential dangers of artificial intelligence. Since writing my book, Singularity Rising, I've become more pessimistic about artificial intelligence, and I think that it has a high chance of destroying us and whatever other life is unlucky enough to be in our light cone. I'm going to briefly build the case for the dangers of AI in three parts. First, is it possible to build a superintelligent AI? Second, would a superintelligent AI be dangerous? And third, given the first two points, is it likely that someone will build a superintelligent AI? Let's consider if it's possible to build a superintelligent AI. The ancient world couldn't create a ship that could consistently travel as fast as a whale but the existence of whales should have proved to them that it could have been done. If the ancient Athenians were going to speculate on the fastest possible ship that it might someday be possible to create, they should have put this maximum above the speed of whales. Now the human brain exists, and unless you think it relies on some kind of supernatural device like a soul, our brain's existence proves that we can create thinking machines. Our brains run on very inefficient hardware, so you would think that an advanced civilization that could just replace the wetware of our brains with computer circuits would be able to create machines much smarter than people. Our brains have to be small enough to fit inside of our heads and have to use little enough energy so that they can be powered by us eating food. Any machine intelligence we create would have no such limitations. And so if we just learn to be as good as nature is at creating intelligence, you would think that we could make much smarter things than nature does because we suffer fewer constraints than nature does. I also wonder if we greatly overestimate our intellectual advantage over apes. I suspect that compared to chimps, evolution just bestowed upon us a few intellectual tricks, and these are enough for us to build civilization. It wouldn't surprise me if machine learning programs soon discover these tricks. But I'm just an economist and I'm not qualified to pontificate on when we will get extremely smart machines. Although I note that the existence of the human brain combined with the seemingly inefficient parts of our brain almost prove that superhuman AI could be built. Let's now consider if a superintelligent AI would be dangerous. If this AI was just a little bit smarter than the smartest human has ever existed, it probably couldn't harm us even if it wanted to. But I don't think that much time will elapse between when an AI is as smart as our best scientist than when it's vastly smarter than any human has ever existed. Because you know, if you just if you take an AI that's as smart as a human scientist, and then you run its program on a million machines, or you run the program a million times faster, it's suddenly going to become this super intelligence that it had it the desire would be able to probably destroy us fairly quickly. So I, I think that a superhuman AI that had the desire to destroy us would. Now, it is, of course, extremely unlikely that someone's going to create an AI that wanted to exterminate mankind. So that's a, a very low probability possibility that I'm not worried about. But what does bother me is that for almost any possible goal 
an AI would have, it would, as a side effect of this goal, wish to exterminate our species. And I think this is really the main point. It's not something I thought of, but it's what really scares me and should scare you about AI. And again, this point is, for virtually any goal that a super intelligent machine had, it would want to extinguish our species. Now, if we were really lucky and the AI was intelligently programmed to be friendly towards mankind and it kept this goal, yeah, we would be safe and it would probably create utopia. But let's imagine that it had some other goal. It wasn't directly interested in harming us, but it had some goal that was sort of, you know, maybe something it wanted to be very good at chess or wanted to understand the stock market or it wanted to understand mathematics. Then let's consider why the AI would probably want to destroy us. If our understanding of the laws of physics are correct, the universe has a finite amount of free energy. To accomplish anything, the AI or us or any alien civilization would needs free energy. And the more you want to do, the more free energy you should wish to control. Unfortunately, our existence uses free energy. So for any goal other than helping mankind, the AI would benefit from terminating our existence to use the free energy that would otherwise keep us alive. Imagine, for example, that this AI just wanted to maximize its chess playing ability. Well, it would want to then convert as much of the universe as possible into chess computer components, and this would include converting the atoms in us, in people, into chess computers. Yeah, the AI wouldn't get much extra benefit from using our atoms in its chess machines, but it would get some marginal benefit from doing this, and consequently, if the AI had the goal of maximizing its chess ability, and it could destroy us, it would. Even an AI that had a trivially simple task, let's say the task was not allowing a cup to fall off a table, that AI would still want to destroy us. Because of the randomness in quantum physics, the AI could never be certain of accomplishing its goal of keeping this cup from falling off a table or keeping any other goal. You know, there's always some chance that some asteroid could crash into the cup or, you know, weird, weird things could happen that could knock the cup off the table. The more resources the AI controlled, though, the lower the probability that it could achieve of having the cup fall off the table. So even for the simplest goals that we would think the AI could almost certainly achieve with 99.99999% probability, you know, if that's really all the AI cared about, it would still want to get as much resources as it possibly could, and that would include the resources that we need to keep ourselves alive. Now, for any goal that the AI had, it would probably want to protect its own existence. It would want to not be turned off, because if the AI was turned off, it wouldn't achieve any more progress towards its goals. Now, humanity, we'd be a constant threat to the AI. There's always a chance we'll turn it off, or if we're not smart enough to do it, maybe we'll create an AI that would be powerful enough to turn off the original AI. So the safest thing the AI could do would be to destroy mankind to protect itself from us turning the AI off. And even if the AI was so strong, there was only a tiny, tiny chance we could turn it off, well, there'd still be some chance. So unless the AI 
specifically cared about us, it would want to probably end our existence. Now, this is there's a big universe, and there's certainly a decent chance that there's an alien civilization out there, and they've created an AI, or maybe not, but they still have some goals, and you know, this alien civilization is expanding and will eventually make contact with us. And if this alien civilization has goals different from our AI, well, there'll be conflict. The more resources that our AI controls, the AI we created controls, the better it might do in any fight, or the better it would do in negotiating a settlement for how to divide the resources of the universe. So an AI expecting the possibility of some future conflict with an alien civilization would be better off taking all the resources it possibly could right now, and this includes the atoms in our body. So again, unless the AI is specifically designed to care for mankind, then it's going to want to use our components for its own selfish ends. Pretty much the same way, mankind, we, we use lots of components of the environment. We don't really care what we're doing to chickens and cows and plants and bacteria and viruses. We use you know, the resources that we can for our own benefit, and there's no reason to think an AI would be any different. Now, what if an AI is programmed to care about mankind? That could go well if the programming works, and it... Unfortunately, it would have to work the first time because if we program an AI to care about us but it doesn't quite get it right or we make a mistake or something happens, the source code gets corrupted, well, once the AI gets too powerful, it'll be too late to change. So, you know, beta testing an AI that can control you is really, really bad. I mean, we know an analogy. Let's say, you know, scientists come up with a vaccine for cancer. They're certainly not going to inject this vaccine in everybody and then see how it works, right? They, they first test it on like monkeys or chickens. And if that seems safe, they'd inject it into a few people. And if that were safe, then eventually they'd give it to all of us. This is normally how, how you test things that could be dangerous. You start out small and then once proven safe, well, you let it expand. But this wouldn't work with an AI that had the potential of taking over our species. If we don't get it right the first time, it'll destroy us, and we're not very good at getting things right the first time. Now I want to discuss that given these dangers, is it likely mankind's ever going to build a super intelligent AI? Yes, yes, and yes. I think even if most people become convinced that creating an AI is extraordinarily dangerous, that it will probably result in the destruction of our species, I think we'll still do it. Now first, keep in mind that our species has currently produced massive quantities of hydrogen bombs, VX gas, and bioweapons. I mean, at this very moment, the United States and Russia have hydrogen bombs, top of intercontinental ballistic missiles and we could destroy most of our species in probably a half an hour. So we're certainly willing to go to the brink. I, I fear that with AI, we're, we're kind of in this prisoner's dilemma and it's likely to doom us. Let's say it becomes generally accepted that, yeah, there's a 90% chance that once we create a smart enough AI, it's gonna destroy us. Well, if only one person had the ability of building a super intelligent AI, 
he or she probably wouldn't do it. Would say, well, 90% chance it destroys everything I care about. Nah, I'm going to forgo the benefits, right? I think most people would, wouldn't take that risk. But now let's say there's not one entity that can build a super intelligent AI. There's thousands. Each of them might rationally say, you know what? If I build a super intelligent AI and I get lucky and it works, well, I'm really rich and powerful, yay for me. But if I build it and it doesn't work, because, well, you know, AI is almost certainly going to go wrong, chances are, had I not built it, someone else would have. You can rationally think that, gee, I, AI probably is extraordinarily dangerous, but if I don't build it, someone else will. So I might as well put the effort into building it hoping that it works out because I won't really be responsible for the destruction of my species if it doesn't work because had I not done it, someone else would have. Let's go, go back in time and imagine that you have a conversation with Christopher Columbus and you say, you know, going to the new world, you're, you're going to introduce, you know, viruses and you're going to do horrible things and kill lots of people. And when you come back to Europe, you know, you'll bring back syphilis and that'll bring great damage to Europe. And Christopher Columbus apparently wasn't a very nice guy, so he might says, who cares? But let's imagine he, you know, history has misrepresented him and he, he kind of had a bit of empathy towards others. He'd say, well, okay, if I don't go to the new world, well, how long do you think it's going to be before someone else does? There's, if what you're telling me is true and the contact between you know, these two worlds is going to unleash these horrible diseases that's going to kill millions, well, that's just going to happen. And given, you know, I don't know if I can believe you or not, but what if you're telling me is true, you know, lots of people are going to die no matter what I do, so I'm going for the fame. And I think it's going to be the same with AI research, that a lot of companies and countries, they're going to say, well, you know, if we do it right and it works, we get the benefit, and if it goes wrong, well, it's probably going to go wrong no matter what we do. The worst case scenario for AI is that working on it will steadily bring enormous profit, prestige, and power right up to the point where it kills us. So a lot of people will be working on it, it'll attract our best minds, and they'll be making discoveries, and it'll go great, it'll bring them prestige, and they'll be finding cures for cancer, and they'll come up with better video games and better ways of arming missiles and doing all these other things that make countries powerful and rich, and we'll get steady improvement. But at some point, we'll just get an AI smart enough that, that it's going to destroy us. What's made me really pessimistic recently about AI is all the money that I've read about going into machine learning. You know, organizations like Facebook and Google and DARPA and probably the Chinese military are like, yay, we should really put a lot of effort into machine learning. And yet there's a chance they'll create an unfriendly AI. But what's even more worrying is this is a sign that there's a tremendous benefit to engaging in machine learning. This is a sign that having something that gets smarter and smarter, creating machine intelligences that are smarter and smarter, that's really worth a lot. That's worth billions of dollars. And the marginal value of doing this is really high. And even more resources are going to continually go into it up until the point in which we're doomed. And unfortunately, there, there isn't going to be a, a clear threshold 
at which we know, well, an AI this smart's okay, but a little bit smarter than that, then we're in trouble. That's in part because a smart enough AI would not tell us that it's dangerous. It would, you know, would realize, yeah, gee, I'd like to use the atoms and people to create, you know, my own kind of thing and to achieve whatever goals I want to achieve. But if I try now to kill everyone, well, I'm not strong enough, so I'll play docile until I am strong enough, and which point it'll be too late for mankind. Imagine there was this intelligent virus that wanted to kill all of us. What what would it do? Well. I think what it would do is it would give itself some extraordinarily useful property. It would make its host resistant to cancer. And it would hide its sort of evilness. It would hide its deadliness. So it would say, oh, you know, I'll inject me into, into people and you, know, you won't get cancer. And would spread it. And then once it was in everyone, it would turn deadly. This is what an AI is going to do that was smart and deadly. It would be extraordinarily useful, get itself spread, it's, you know, get itself to control a lot of resources, and then, and then it would turn on us. And so the AI would be deliberately hiding its nature from us until it was too late. Now, I, I'm far from an expert on machine learning. I mean, I, I know very, very little about it, but my understanding is that with machine learning, you don't exactly know what the program's doing. You know, you, you, you sort of hope it comes up with useful techniques. So it's not the kind of thing where you, you understand every point of code and if something happens a little bit different than you expect, like, oh, well, the machine's hiding something from us. I don't think it's, it's like that. It's like, oh, we're surprised. We didn't really know these two machine learning programs are communicating in this weird new language. Oh, well, isn't that neat? So this means that if the machine learning program is, has come up with some goals it wants to achieve, that we don't know about, we might not find out about these goals. Now, I do have one, one bit of hope. There is one, one thing looking out there that causes me to be optimistic. And this relates to a, a previous podcast, and this is actually the Fermi paradox. So of course, the Fermi paradox is that we haven't found any signs of intelligent life out there. Now, if I'm right, and you know, AI is just this enormous danger, and that once a super smart AI gains control of Earth, you know, it will just grab all the resources here and then go out into space and take all the resources that it can get. Well, first, you know, this would have happened somewhere else and we would we would see this expanding sphere of, you know, AI grabbing resources and that would, you know, be quite the warning to us. Or it's possible that other civilizations have realized this danger and haven't created AI. But in this case, they wouldn't want other civilizations to create an AI, so they would have maybe stopped life from developing on other planets or, or sent out a warning or, or put something in place. So the fact that we haven't encountered this, we haven't encountered warnings of, hey, don't develop AI, it's going to go badly, that, that might be a sign that I'm overestimating the dangers of AI. Now, of course, it's also possible that, you know, life is really rare. We're, we're the only civilization in a trillion light years, so we, we haven't been able, there's no way we would have seen evidence of AI or of another species having developed it. Or it's possible that creating super intelligent AI is just so incredibly stupid that alien civilizations realize, oh, come on, anyone smart enough to do it wouldn't do it, and, and we're just a perverse exception. Well, thank you very much for listening to me today. Goodbye.